Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Deans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. So today, we're talking about sex. Specifically, we're going to talk about sex during pregnancy and after birth. So... Which I has all like, been minimal. Yeah, it's been minimal. Okay, we'll preface it with that. But I feel like going into this topic or like us going into pregnancy, we had literally no idea like anything about whether or not you could have sex, whether or not it was safe, um, if you would even want to, um, mm-hmm. all of the above. And I feel like we've learned quite a bit, I guess. Um, not really through doing it, <laughs> but I guess just like in terms of what you can expect and I think that our experience it seems quite different actually from what I think most people experience from the people that I have talked to like other people that have been pregnant get quite horny and that has not been my experience I've heard that some people say that you know if you're having like a boy or a girl then sometimes it might contribute to Those whether old or not little, old little myths wives, and wives tales, yeah wives yeah. sales yeah but I I mean I think that usually when you have a boy that they say that you would get hornier but that did not happen to me at all like it wasn't even that I wasn't horny it was like the idea of sex was just like not at all like I didn't Mm -hmm. feel sexy I didn't want to do it like it was just like no part of it was attractive to me and growing up like I always assumed that like when you're pregnant like your sex drive multiplies and like you want to have sex more often yeah is that like something that you were that you've seen i think that i've just seen it in movies and i think i've like heard like men joke around about it but yeah it's just like because in movies it tends to be like where like when the woman is pregnant she's so horny right and then like some guys are like oh i don't know if i'll do that that's so weird because like there's a baby in there but, um, yeah, like, that's what I always just assumed. I thought that, like, your sex drive would just multiply. and like I think in a lot of women's cases, like, that does happen. Mm-hmm. But in my case, that did not happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I was it did the opposite, if anything. It did the exact opposite, yeah. yeah. And I thought that it would change kind of, like, throughout the pregnancy because, obviously, your hormones are changing a lot. And I thought that it would also change... Um, after giving birth actually to be fair after giving birth I did feel hornier but now obviously like going through like the c-section um it just all feels very different down but there it, would you say it's more or less before being pregnant I think that when my sex drive was the highest was I mean one when I'm like single but also you know when we first met and I think that's also because at that period of time, I probably had more energy to kind of be present in that or, like, care about that more. I don't really know how this is sounding right now, but, like, (laughs) I feel like right now I just am so busy and, like, I'm very much the type of person where when I'm having sex, like, I need to be able to be in that moment. Like, I can't be stressed about other things. I can't be anxious about other things. Like, if my mind's otherwise preoccupied, like, I can't be in it. And so I feel like when we first met, then, like, obviously we were having a lot more sex because that was my main focus, you know? Like, my focus was getting to know you and, like, exploring that, but... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but, like, now, obviously we have a child. Yeah, but, like, now, obviously we have a child and, you know, we have, like, work that we're working on and I'm taking care of, like, healing and, like, trying to prioritize that. So I feel like there's so much of my brain that's focused elsewhere that... 
I don't really have the time to be horny, which is, like, very weird. Because, like, <laughs> bear in mind, like, I guess I should also preface this by saying, like, this is very different for me. Like, I feel like throughout most of my life and, like, even our relationship and, yeah, throughout most of my life, like, I've been a very sexually active or, like, had a very high sex drive. And this is very different for me. Like, I feel like the last year has been very, very different for me in that regard. And it's just, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, like, discovering a different part of myself that isn't tied to that. But do I miss it sometimes? Yes. Because I feel like a lot of who I understood myself to be was, like, somebody with a very high sex drive and, like, that sensuality and getting to know that part of yourself. But even, yeah, even recently, like, I haven't, like, masturbated or anything. Like, it's literally, like, no sexual energy kind of around me. And I don't know if that's something that will eventually pick back up or if that's something that will change. I think it, I think it's, like, I think it fluctuates. And I think right now it's just there's different focuses in your life right now. Because, yeah, in the beginning, the sex drive was ridiculous. Like, it was almost destructive to our everyday <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would be late for work and just, like, we. it just didn't matter. Like, it was almost all the time. And yeah. I think that has to do with being single for a bit as well and then finding someone that you really love and, like, want to be intimate yeah. with. Yeah, it was just more exciting and, like, we were really getting to know each other. And I think now that we do know each other so well... And I mean, like, I'm not I saying that... I never thought we would be here. No, I know, and yeah. I feel that way too. But, like, I'm not saying that we don't have sex ever or that there isn't, like, like a lot of, like, horny urges and things like that. It definitely happens, but I think when you think of, like, what is most important for us to do right now or, like, what we're working on, like, that kind of holds more value, I feel, yeah. than, than, like, I mean, not to say... <laughs> like and I mean that's the thing is that is that a sad thing maybe but like also this is also just what like one year of our life yeah. so I really don't know what next year is gonna look like what next month is even gonna look like yeah. you know because so. it's not because where I feel like comfortable in the relationship and in the fact that like yes we're not having as much sex but I'm very aware that like we're both highly we're still highly attracted to each other and it's yeah. not about that like sexual attraction like I know I would jump your bones any second. The thing is just, like, about, you know, like, it's about timing It's, like, where are you going to put your energy? You yeah, Because yeah. we only have so much energy Well, I mean, right we're getting now. old, too, man. Yeah. That's just exhausting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hot. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. hot these well, days. Summer, the summer, yeah. Summer. Who knows? It's a lot. It's a lot of things. <laughs> but, but before I get into that, I should also say that despite what people may think about sex during pregnancy, it's actually good to have sex during pregnancy because um at least for the person that is pregnant then you're more likely to have like all those like feel good hormones and stuff release and it actually helps induce labor not like early like preterm labor i mean i don't know if it does that as no it, it, i don't think it, it, shouldn't, does. No. it shouldn't do that but like I think when you are what? yeah when you are um like within terms so like i believe that's like 38 to 41 42 weeks then if you're having sex during that period of time like you can have sex well up all the way up until you're like laboring basically but it like one helps produce those feel-good hormones and then it also helps with like getting your labor going so yeah. all of it honestly is really good and our midwives were telling us like if you can have sex like definitely do it um mm -hmm. because that's really great for your body but i was not feeling it in any way whatsoever like to me i was just like not in a place where i felt sexy in any way and i think our my idea of sex and like the way in which we had sex was a lot more athletic i feel like so i didn't really want to have sex 
when I was pregnant and like kind of have that idea of sex be warped, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't want it to be in a place where I didn't feel sexy and yeah. in a place where like I felt constricted in terms of movement, you know, like I could barely get up out of bed. So like for me to like lay there and enjoy sex was like really hard. Mm-hmm. And we tried a couple times, but yeah, we for did. Me, it, I mean, it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't something that I really enjoyed. Cause then I would be like, Oh my God, like your pressure, like on my stomach or like, yeah, I don't, it yeah. just, I, or, like, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. But like, yeah, like my sex drive was, was like going up, I think yeah. at that time. And I really, you know, we really tried a few times, but I think another part of me as well and, like, how I enjoy sex is, like, I want it to be... I don't want it to be one-sided at all. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want it to be, like, well, where it's, I like... I mean, I don't think anybody should ever want to have sex like that. Where some, people, some people are selfish lovers, though. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like... Yeah, like, I can't fully enjoy myself unless I know that, like, you're loving it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, because, you know, it comes with you feeling uncomfortable and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely, you know, just wanted to make you feel sexy and I wanted to, like, do it. it but hard. sometimes it I, just... Yeah, I didn't ever feel sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried it a few times and, and it was it was nice. It's just, like, it's just a different experience, Yeah, I think. it was yeah. very different. And so even now, so, like, now postpartum, um, like, having to deal with, like, recovery and all those things. And my recovery was... Like, it still is happening like i'm 12 weeks out now but it's still happening like i feel like when we have tried to have sex we i think we've tried two or three times now Mm -hmm. um and when we have tried it's just it's very very tight and i feel my body tensing up and i've talked about this born again virgin (laughs) like i've talked about this on my instagram and it's just like when your body doesn't know whether or not it's like a baby coming out or like a penis going in, like it just, your body doesn't know. And so it tenses up the way that, you know, you would if you were giving birth. And so it's just something that I guess I've like, you never have to think about that before, you know, or like I've never had to think about that. It's like a subconscious trauma, right? Yeah. Like it was like, cause giving birth was very traumatic for me. It was four days. So in my brain, I'm like, Hey, no, it's okay. Like, we want this to happen, but my body's like, no, 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 no. And it's just like, it's so used to tightening up. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a lot that I have to kind of breathe through and relax through, which is like so different up to, yeah. for me. Yeah, it's just, it's really different because it's not something that I'm used to having to put very much thought into um, and like telling my body to relax. And so um, that's been interesting. And yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, you've been taking some pelvic floor... Uh, is, are those classes or are they... No, well, it's like a physio appointment. So, physio like, appointment. I would recommend... I do kind of wish that I went and saw, like... I mean, it was kind of hard with, like, COVID and, like, not being able to go to any appointments. But I do wish that I did see, like, a pelvic floor physio beforehand um, just to kind of give me more awareness to, like, that part of my body because I, I don't really think I thought about the fact that that's all going to change and shift you know, like, I didn't think about the fact that I would feel so disconnected to parts of my body because I'd never experienced that before. Um, and even now, like, with my abs, I can't, I have to think really hard about tightening them. And that's very weird because mm-hmm. usually, you know, you just tighten your abs and you tighten your abs. Like, all the layers of your muscles just all work together. And now it's like I'm tightening it and it's like layer by layer. I can feel it like, oh, okay, that's that's when I'm fully tightening. And it's just... Yeah, it's just not something that I ever really had to think about, which obviously is, like, my privilege that I was very, like, fit and healthy and blah, blah, blah. And, like, 
now I'm just retraining all of these different ways to like get back in touch with my body. And so if you can see a physio, um, I would definitely recommend it because you do lose touch with a lot of parts of your body. I feel like when you're giving birth and a lot of things shift and um, especially even with sex, like before, like every now and then sometimes like sex would hurt, but now it's like every single time sex hurts and it's like tender and it's tight and it's like there's so much tension in my body. So it just kind of, it sucks that that's the reality, but I think that it's important that you are prepared for that. That might not happen to you. Um, obviously like I did have like a very traumatic birth experience and I did try to push as well as get a c-section so that's like two very traumatic things that are happening to my uterus and the scar is still healing yeah and the scar is like still very much healing it's very hard still um it's like nowhere close to being like you want to be able to pick up your scar that's the goal like that you don't have any scar tissue and you can move it and like literally like the way that you would pinch your skin and kind of pick up your skin you want to do that to your scar and I'm nowhere close to that like it's very hard and it dips inwards if anything and so yeah I think I just like need to be patient with my body but it's definitely not something that I expected yeah. like going into birth like just because like I feel like they talk about oh okay like you're gonna be with your midwives until you're like six weeks postpartum and that's usually when you can like have sex again and start exercising again mm-hmm. and people just say that so I think like my assumption was after six weeks like everything's just healed up and you're like you know good to go mm-hmm. but that has not been my experience at all and yeah i think i saw you share that post where saying about how there's not enough aftercare and i think like a doctor after giving birth basically just checks and says okay you're okay to have sex now but don't think about like the mental aspect of it and like actually getting back into yeah there's literally nothing like they say okay after six weeks like you can most likely go back to exercising and having sex but when it actually comes to postpartum care, there's so little out there. It's like you're expected to just heal magically. And I think that's why I had this warped idea of what my healing process would be like. Because I thought that it would just be like, oh, okay, my body just heals itself the same way it kind of just knew how to do pregnancy. Like it just knew how to make a baby. So I was like, my body will just know how to heal itself. And it does not at all just know how to heal itself like I mean yeah your bleeding will kind of subside um and like the tenderness will go away but in terms of like all of your organs like shifting together again and your um like muscles especially your core like coming back together your ribs closing a little bit more like all of that like takes more active work and they don't ever give you exercises. They don't like, you know, you have to go see a physio in order to to actually, yeah, you have to go out of your way to seek it. And the fact that, I mean, people care so much while you're pregnant and then just literally drop you off on the side of the road when you're postpartum is ridiculous. And like, I didn't realize that going into this. And I think that that's why I thought that postpartum would be a lot easier, but yeah, it's, it's literally all they care about is you can exercise and you can have sex again. But like, to even get to those places nobody prepares you or like tells you how to get there yeah 
So now would be a good time to do a quick little plug for Care Of. If you guys don't know what Care Of is, it's basically a vitamins and supplement service that's delivered to you. And it comes in like this really cute little box. It's all organized. So like you just take a pack a day. The bag is compostable, which is great. And they have like cute little quotes and like fun facts on each of the little packets, which is like really nice as well. And they made it super easy how you can just take a quiz online and then it like shows you what they basically ask you like questions on what your goals are and kind of what your you're looking for in like vitamins and like for daily life stuff and then it, it recommends certain ones for you yeah so they'll ask you questions about like your sleep your eating habits um kind of things that you specifically want to work on so like for me i obviously wrote that i'm breastfeeding and so i have i'm still taking prenatal vitamins which is like important even when you're postnatal so that's what i'm taking i have like a bunch of other stuff as well and so i find that it's actually really great to supplement my diet and like get all the things that I need because obviously like it's important for me to be at like tip-top health at this point. And you point. bounce back quick. I don't know if it's from the vitamins, <laughs> but... <laughs> so if you want 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code BND50. All right. So with that being said, I want to circle back to your pelvic floor exams. And that was the woman that you were FaceTiming, right? Yeah. When she suggested... It was a little virtual uh, Zoom chat with my physio. Yeah, because those are the times now, right? But um, she she suggested that you kind of warm up and start off with like playing with yourself and using like toys and whatever. Yeah, she maybe. was saying that like... She was basically just saying masturbate more and like spend time with myself. But, like Because I think we were diving into let's have sex again. Um, but she was saying that my body and my mind will interpret obviously my touch and like myself as safer um and so that should help with like getting myself to relax more because i think that we were trying to start with sex and we were finding that was just like my body was just not having it and mm -hmm. so um honestly since she said that i haven't masturbated just because i haven't had time to um which i mean shows just how much your sex drive is really in yeah play right now it is really low it's and like not also, the priority for you it's not the priority at all and it's yeah. like yeah definitely before like there would be times where i'm like that's what i feel like doing you know like but I'm just who gonna... cares about day on because day on doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm fine i'm okay guys don't worry about me yeah but i mean you can self-love too yeah which you've is been self-loving for the last yeah. year yeah <laughs> Yeah. The last year, well, yeah. it's been a dry spell for me, for sure. It's just me, myself, and I. Yeah. That's the thing, is that before, you know, like, if I'm, like, going to bed, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, why not? Whereas now I'm like, I'm going to bed, and I'm fucking sleeping, because I'm tired. Yeah. You know, like, before I'd be like, hey, like, you know, let's just hang out a little bit. And, like, now I just, I don't, yeah, I think it's just that my priorities just aren't there right now. And I know that you have to take care of yourself, especially during this time, um... Like, obviously, it's going to be all about the baby, but, you know, you do have to look out for yourself, and I'm trying. Like, I'm trying really hard to, but it's just hard to do all of that, and, like, we also never really stopped working either. Yeah. Um, I mean, we took, like, a bit of a hiatus, but I also enjoy working. Like, I think that, like, us kind of getting back into creating content again was really good for me to, like, feel normal again, so to me, that's normal. Um as I'm saying all of this, I'm like, is does this just mean that I'm, like, fucked up? And, <laughs> like, this is just my idea yeah. of, like, what, I don't know, normal or self-love is. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's like, important not to force it. That's the last thing yeah. you want to do. And I think it's, it's 
there's no I don't think there's any rules to it I think it's just whatever is the most comfortable and what works for you and yeah. I don't like think we're I'm both patient like, yeah no 100% and I think I'm definitely really patient with it and I'm like I know that it's gonna change because I know yeah. that we're still attracted to each other and I know that it just it's just I can see in the future where like it can change do you yeah. know what I mean because like it's just right now like we're we're working on so many things and prioritizing so many things that uh, it's not a necessity for us and it's not something that we yeah. you know necessarily yeah, I feel like there need right been, now yeah like there's times in my life where I feel like I prioritize sex which is important you know and it's especially important in our relationship um not only to like maintaining our happiness but also just in general like yeah. sex has obviously like been an important part of our lives in our relationship and I think like that's just the most important thing is that we have been able to communicate our way through this like there haven't really been times like i mean obviously there will be times where you're like okay like can we have sex or do something and i'm just like i don't want to but i I think even that is important because i think that if we're not communicating that then it gets then somebody's left in the dark you know then it's like okay like are you not attracted to me or like what can i do that's better but really like for me like it's it's none of those things it's just that's not what I can focus on right now. Yeah. And I think that being able to understand each other through that has been huge because it could have gone really bad and there could have been a lot of hurt feelings. Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, just the most important thing is being able to communicate and honestly being honest with ourselves because I, similar to how when I was pregnant, I didn't really want to have sex because I didn't want my idea of sex to become like really stilted and like, like, are you okay? You know, like I didn't want that to be what I thought of and even now it's like I don't want what I think of as sex to be like me not doing it if I'm not fully in it yeah you know and like I never want that so I think it's better for me to just take a break from it when I feel like I just don't I can't prioritize it sometimes when you hear in relationships with like oh we haven't had sex in like a year Mm -hmm. and then like sometimes that can that can be like oh that's concerning or like oh they don't love each other they don't have sex or whatever whatever kind of notions and ideas come with that and I think the reason that I'm not concerned is because I am, like, we are so happy in our relationship. And I think we're able to find joy in the other things that we're doing. And it's just kind of, like, not a priority to us right now. And the thing is, we do communicate about it. I think I have more of a sex drive right now than you do. But I'm able to communicate that with you. And, yeah, we, we figure out compromises as well. And it's, I never, I'm never concerned because I'm actually not at a place where, where I feel like it's an issue. And you know what's the funniest thing is that I always thought like when people are like, yeah, I know the day that we conceived our child. I always thought that was ridiculous because I'm like, how little sex are you having that you know exactly what day you conceive your child? And guess what? We know exactly what day <laughs> we conceived our child. It was our two year anniversary. <laughs> it was our two year anniversary. But and so that's also the thing too, is that our sex drive was very up and down before I got pregnant anyways. And again, like, I I think that I've just learned about myself that when I'm otherwise preoccupied or if I, like, am just not mentally there, like, I just won't have sex. Like, I'm not the kind of person that can, like, shut off the other parts of my brain and be like, okay, sex now, you know? Like, I'm, like, constantly, it's constantly going. And I'm not for it unless you're, like, so down. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, if I don't want to have sex, we're not having sex. (laughs) That's kind of, yeah, you're the ruling factor. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess maybe let's talk about how we were both raised in terms of, like, ideas of sex and maybe how we either want to be more open or less open 
with how we would raise our child in like understanding sex. Yeah. For me, my my mother was really open about it. My dad was a little bit like, oh no, like don't talk about that. That's weird or whatever. I don't I don't know. I can't fully remember right now like what his reactions were, but I definitely mm-hmm. do remember my mom like kind of I don't know, she was just very comfortable and open with it. and I think when I did start having sex and she knew that, like she Did you know, she talk we, to you about it beforehand? Or was it like once you started having sex then she was like more open with talking about it? I think no, I think honestly she's always just been like open about it, but I think obviously when you're really young it's not I think the topic just never really arose, but I think when it did, it was a lot more comfortable. And I think yeah, I was never scared to talk to my parents about sex and I think it was it was always very open in regards to that like if I had sex with a girl and how the, you know, I wouldn't say like how the experience was or whatever, but I think the conversations were just a lot more transparent. And it it was more like talking to to a friend. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. wasn't like it wasn't awkward. It I mean there were times that were that felt awkward because you're like maybe I shouldn't be telling my parents all of this, but the way they received it made me feel like it was normalized. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like like I said something wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah. That's very different from my experience. I'm sure it's different from a lot of people's yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, I feel like my idea of sex it wasn't even sex like at a young age because obviously my parents didn't talk to me about that when I was like in elementary school but I think it was just attraction in general like my parents specifically my mom always framed as like something negative and I remember from a really young age like I was very infatuated with people that were like in relationships or like young couples that were like making out or whatever from a really really young age and like my mom would see me like staring at people like if they're just like kissing on the street and stuff like this is when I'm in elementary school and I distinctly remembering her telling me like stop staring at people like why are you staring at them and telling me that you know, like, it was bad to have a crush on somebody, and I remember, like, getting in trouble if I did have a crush on somebody, or, like, there was this kid that we both liked each other in elementary school, and we, like, held hands when we were at a water park, and, like, my mom was, like, there chaperoning or whatever, and she, like, made me feel really bad about it or, like, shamed me, Mm. and so for me, like, I always grew up with this idea of you know, like, liking somebody or attraction or any kind of physical anything was bad. And I think that was just my mom's way of trying to, like, she always wanted me to focus on school and academics rather than focusing on boys. But, you know, like, when you tell somebody to just not do something, it makes them want to do it even more. So I became, like, very boy-obsessed. And, like, infatuated with Yeah, because she made it seem so dirty, so, like, bad, you know? But, like, I was always just so infatuated by it. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why I ended up, like, studying, like, sex and, like, all those things. I don't know. I just, from a very young age, was very in awe of it. But that was how it was framed for me. And... When I went to middle school, they sent me to an all-girls school because they thought that it would help me focus more. Um, And then when I was in high school, I remember, like, my first day of high school, my mom told me to, like, not get pregnant and, like, drop out, which was, like, so out of pocket because I was like, what? Like, I don't even... Like, what about me tells you that I'm going to do that or that, like, that's a plan that I have for myself or that, that I'm in any way 
going to have sex anytime soon yeah. like none like no part of me was giving her that so do i was like you, what do you, you think it was personal or was it just like maybe something she saw like no she just or like i mean everything that they everything that they warned me about is everything they see on tv you know yeah. and it's to be fair like they were raising an american girl and they never grew up in this american society so like i'm sure that everything that they saw like i mean my dad had seen like american pie and like stuff like that you know like so they're not <laughs> that movie oh my goodness yeah they're not strangers <laughs> to like i don't know the idea of like sexuality in an american context yeah. and so i just want to interrupt because we we're talking about american pie that we're that, not really talking about no american but since pie. you mentioned it sorry but like since you mentioned it like those are the type of movies that do kind of like we're like the introduction of yeah. like sexuality to like young kids yeah 100 like, yeah it, like now when you watch it it's so stupid it's like so <laughs> it's so dumb but like yeah growing up like that that definitely did like shape like sex before you even realize like oh my god there's porno and you can like actually watch porn do you know yeah. what i mean but like yeah like watching that was like it was like it's like you get a little bit of porn you know what <laughs> i mean and then like a lot of entertainment with it as yeah. well but but i yeah. think that's what my parents were afraid of and so even like for me to have a boyfriend they were always saying that i couldn't have one until i went to college mm-hmm. um and it like all very quickly kind of oh, is all of this is very there's, like, so much more I could say about it because, like, I obviously, like, went to high school and I would, like, hook up with guys. And by hook up, I mean, like, make out with guys. Like, I never really... Like, hook up didn't mean sex at our school. And so I would, like, write... I would go home and write in my journal that I, like, hooked up with this guy. And to my parents, hook up means sex. So then my parents read my journal and then were so scared that I was, like, having sex with all these random people. And one of them, I wrote that I, like, hooked up with um, this kid at the bus station so they thought i had sex with him at the bus station oh shit and my, i came home and my mom was fucking bawling she was like crying 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 and they thought i was like some sex addict and like it was so bad it was so bad but like that kind yeah, of tells I mean, like your daughter having outdoor sex it's like maybe we should have a conversation yeah cause... but that's the thing is that like they never really had a conversation about sex they just everything they did framed sex and sexuality in such a a negative way yeah Yeah, in such a negative way that like i didn't really have any other context for it and like i didn't think that there was anything wrong with what i was doing by like hooking up with like different people that i was like attracted to or whatever like i didn't see that as wrong and i just kind of knew from a young age that like the way that my parents framed it wasn't something that i really believed in and Mm -hmm. Anyways, so, like, that was kind of how I grew up, and that's very different from what I want um, Blue to experience or any potential children that we would have in the future because I feel like in so many ways, like, I wasn't allowed to tell my mom or my dad, really, like, anything that I was experiencing. And then the weirdest part is that I grew up, went to college, and then my mom all of a sudden became the cool aunt. And then we'll talk to all my cousins about, like, their boyfriends and, like, all these things because my cousins couldn't talk to their own parents. So then my mom became the cool parent <laughs> that they would talk to about it. But so, do you feel like that's something that just comes with, with like, age? Because, like, obviously yeah, because they don't want the th- you to be exposed that's to it the thing, a though. super young age. That's the thing, though, is that, like, my whole entire life they were like, don't do this, don't do this, don't, don't do this. And then all of a sudden they were cool with it. But yeah. they didn't. But they, I didn't get the memo because I'm like, you <laughs> told me my whole life that even holding hands with a boy was was wrong and then all of a sudden like i don't know i think like once i was like 
masturbating at home like in like back in san francisco like in my parents house when i was living there for a little bit and then i think my mom was like low-key trying to like tell me that she like heard the vibrator or something but like in a cool way where she was trying to like get me to open up with her and i was like not having it at all whatsoever i was like shut that conversation down yeah so i think like even now like my mom tries to because i think they're more open about it Mm -hmm. but they were only wanting to be open about it once i was an adult but you can't just flip the switch like that if you raised me a certain way to not want to have those conversations with you so yeah i think for me the main thing is maybe just wanting to have that conversation earlier and like understanding that you can talk to me about these things like i'm not gonna try to be like cool mom where i'm like yes to everything and like want to hear all your adventures but i want you to be able to feel like it's a safe space that if you do have any questions or you know if you do feel uncomfortable about a situation that i would be there as somebody that you can talk to which i didn't feel like i really had until my parents expected it of me but i was like i'm not really down to talk to you about that kind of stuff i think i want that that balance it's hard though it's a a hard balance to find i think definitely because like i mean with your child like you want to be someone that they can talk to and i think you want to be their friend as well but like you gotta understand that you're also the parent because you don't want them to just like think, oh yeah, there's no rules and I'm going to have unprotected sex and kind of like just do whatever I want because my parents don't care. It's more about like... Well, yeah, no, you should definitely teach them safe sex. 100%. And I think, yeah, that's, <laughs> like my, my mom would... That's like the thing that I know the most is anytime that I, I was hanging out with a girl, she's always like, did you use a condom? And I'm like, I didn't even have sex with her, chill. You know what I mean? Like they always just expected that it was sex and that I should always wear a condom. And that was like a topic making sure that it's safe sex at least right i think that's yeah that's the thing too is like i i think i talked to my mom about wanting to get on birth control but i like tried to do it in a way where i was like yeah like no like it'll just help me grow boobs so that's why i want to get birth control (laughs) and she like kind of just saw right through it but like they they didn't want me to be on birth control which is like so weird to me because by the time that I was, you know, more mature and I, like, had a boyfriend and I was like, hey, this is, like, I feel like something that I should do because it is safe and it is responsible and, like, just in case something happens, you know, like, wouldn't you be glad that I was on birth control? And to them, they were like, oh, no, 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 because I think to them, it was like, if you're on birth control, then you're more likely to have sex and you're more likely to be reckless. But I'm like, wouldn't you rather me be a responsible adult, though? Yeah. Like, it was just, yeah, it was very weird because I was like, I'm trying to do the right thing. But you just don't want me to and you think that... I think it was just they thought the abstinence would... in the same time, I think, like, that could be a generational thing because I think even my mother didn't really understand birth control because... It was very, like, natural. Don't mess with your body's, like, hormones and... Well, I think also with, with... I think the way my mom viewed it, I don't know. I can't really say because I'm not her, but I do remember certain situations where I would be like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Like, because she... Oh, like I said, she always asked me if I wore a condom and I was very honest with her and I think... With one of my girlfriends, I was like, no, she's, like, on birth control. And she's like, oh, I don't know. You should still wear a condom. Do you know what I mean? Because like, she doesn't think it's effective. I don't know if she just doesn't... Yeah, I don't know if she just doesn't believe in its effectiveness. Or maybe it could be, like, STI-related yeah. concern. Or, yeah, or she just really believes in condoms and nothing else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if... I, I don't know if, like, it's just a generational thing because maybe birth control is something that's quite foreign to them because it wasn't available to them. I know that for my mom, it was because she didn't... And fair, I was in high school um, and I was very young. 
but like for her she just didn't want me to like mess with my body's like natural like hormones and like she just didn't want me to mess with anything Mm -hmm. really um which i was like okay like i get that and you know birth control really does like take you on a roller coaster but at the same time i was like i'm trying to do the right responsible thing so just let me do the right responsible thing but yeah but i I can understand i think like when a girl does Normally, I think the perception is that if a girl does choose to go on birth control, it's that she's ready to have more regular sex, right? I think that's the perception, but I think there's a lot of reasons why people go on birth control. But regardless, like, like bigger just because, yeah, okay, that was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like not a real reason. But I think that that is also very fucked up to think because just because a girl goes on birth control doesn't mean that it's like, yes, I'm ready to have sex. It's if I decide that I'm ready to have sex, then I will be protected, you know? And, like, they portray that idea in movies and TV shows so much that it's, like, only, like, slutty girls go on birth control, you know? But it's, like, I take issue with just slut-shaming in general, but, like, as a whole, like, I don't think that... I think that it's wise to be on birth control if you think there's a possibility that you might become sexually active at some point in the near future. Or if the condom breaks too. Yeah. Like there's a happened. lot of reasons. Yeah. And there's which a lot of a reasons. Bit and then I have to go get plan B. Yeah. Which is expensive if you're not going to the youth clinic. So that's the thing is that my parents didn't know that I went on birth control and I knew that I wanted to because it was the right responsible thing to do. So I went to the free clinic and I just got free birth control and I didn't need their permission or anything like that. I would... I mean, if my parents ever listen to this, I'm sorry, but I would basically just make up excuses, go after school, and it was the right responsible thing to do, you know? Like, I wasn't gonna put myself at risk like that. But yeah, there's a lot of reasons why people go on birth control. A lot of people just go on because they want to regulate their hormones, it helps with acne, like, there's a lot of different reasons. Are you a salesman now? No, but (laughs) it's like, I think it's important that people know that, you know? That it's like, just because you're on birth control doesn't mean that you a want to have sex or b that it's just to prevent you from being pregnant like there are a lot of reasons why people do it yeah and i think that's like a huge conversation like in the states right now because people don't understand that Mm -hmm. and there's just like so much negative stigma that's attached to it but so yeah i mean what started as a conversation about sex during pregnancy and post-pregnancy ended up being about high school and sex yeah (laughs) maybe next time we'll talk about I know that some people wanted us to talk about our first time. I don't really know. I feel like most of our listeners are probably our age. So I don't know how many of you guys would be curious to know about that. Um, But, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that one day. (laughs) Until then, you can follow us at Needs and Deans. I am at Your Girl Needs. And I'm Day On's Day Off. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.